When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And nothing but the hits. Welcome back to the 80s. I'm Mario Toscano. Chang, it's been such a long time. We've been together. It feels like we've been together since the 80s, actually. I think we've been together since the 80s. We kind of go together as the penny and the penny loafer of uh, rock and roll talk radio, I would say. Well, I want to thank you for, for joining us. This is back to the 80s. We are going to be reminiscing. I know that this is a program that a lot of people have been asking for. And now that we have the opportunity because we are involuntarily locked up, there isn't a better opportunity than now. I think now is the best time to start any type of a project like this, especially along the topic of the 80s. Uh, I think because probably most of our listener uh, audience has probably grown up in that era. If you think about it, and you look at two guys like you and me, straight out of the eighties, you know, great looking, I mean, by the way, we're great looking. Great looking. Oh, I yeah. mean, and, and and as a matter of fact, it's still my real hair. No, I'm not like the guy from Poison, bro. I don't put a headband on, and my hair doesn't uh, automatically look long. My stuff is real, and I don't use any hair plants at all either, bro. I do not. This is you, my real hair from the eighties. So you. <laughs> The original stuff from the 80s. That's well, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And also want to remind you guys that if you care to do so, you can drop by our Facebook fan page. You can drop us a line there. You can send us what you guys want to talk about. And uh, we're going to do our best to touch on those topics eventually. We have a great program for you guys tonight and every single Friday here. So join us as yes. we have guests from back in the 80s. And like I said, we're going to take a trip back to the 80s and touch on those most nostalgic memories. And, and you know what, my brother? What better night to have a 80s show but a Friday night? Oh, it's a beautiful thing because people now, are, are uh, like I said, people are at home. It, they're either really tired of uh, being yes. locked down and wearing masks, and this is their opportunity for a getaway. Right. Now, back in the 80s, around this time, I'll bet you were at home watching Dallas and who shot JR. I will bet it. No way. No way, because Dallas was too much of a serious show for me. I was oh. always, look, the one thing that you, I mean, you should know this about me, is that although I may look like a parole officer, my nothing parole. to do, <laughs> your parole officer, <laughs> I am totally the opposite. So uh, shows like Dallas and uh, what other things, St. Elmo's Fire, things like that, I wasn't into. I was into oh. Three's Company and, uh, you know, uh, Silver Spoons. Oh, okay. So you were like Larry, right? You were like uh, Larry, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the fourth fourth company guy. You yes. know, And I couldn't understand in the 80s how Larry got all the chicks. His legs were as skinny as mine. Uh, he had more hair on his chest and his back than I think I've seen a baby Sasquatch <laughs> with, my brother. 
I bet you back in the 80s around this time, you were probably uh, starching up your Latigra shirts and uh, looking for uh, probably your best pair of white Levi's to wear so you can hit the, the arcades. White Am Levi's? This wasn't, I didn't <laughs> live in Miami. <laughs> Brother! It's funny because in the 80s, I, you know, I was a teenager, so I, I had so many different styles. Uh, there was one point where I, my friend and myself, we dressed like the 50s, you know, we had creepers. We rolled up our pants at the bottom. We had white T-shirts. We rolled the sleeves. You know, we slicked our hair back like greasers. Yeah, you guys like were the stray cat era. But I'm not knocking it. I went to many, many of the, you know, underground parties where the stray Stray cats were strutting. Yeah, stray cat were strutting around. Yeah. Very nice. Rockabilly to me is probably as big of a staple in the 80s as... Of course, my genre, the heavy metal uh, era st- style of music. Then remember the 80s, but we also started getting deeply into that touch of alternative music. Right, right. I would love to go back to the 80s. Here's a question I asked one of our future guests. If you had a time machine, all right, and you could go back to any year in the 80s, what year would it be? And would you stay or would you come back? Should I stay or would you stay or would you go? Yeah. Hmm, let's see. I would probably take 1983. And the reason being, that was my senior year in high school. So senior year in high school, uh, I had the hair going. I had the white Levi's. Uh, I was a, a, a former jock because I decided to quit playing sports because you get more chicks playing rock and roll than you do in sports. But that's another subject. <laughs> I mean, you know, the 80s, bro, it was just it was a time, I think, when things were a lot freer. That was a time where people could be different and still accepted. And we're talking all kinds of people. You remember back then what backyard parties. Now, that was always a an eclectic group. You had dance kind. You had uh, rockabilly. Yeah, you had punk. You had punk. And everybody seemed to get along then. You know what I mean? Everybody was on the wavelength of the same. It seemed to be an easier time. People got along a lot better. And everybody wasn't so uptight about anything. Well, it was a world without the Internet. And that brings us to today's topic. It was a world without screens as much as we have today. It was a world where we didn't have to live hunched over looking at a little tiny screen. And we didn't go to our homes and, and just spend countless, countless hours in front of uh, another screen. We were not tubed out yet. No. So if we take it back, you know, bringing the the 80s to a whole new generation, let's give them a background of what things were like. You know, uh, we're talking 19, if we go to 1984, for example, let's take it to 1984. All right. So 1984, a postage stamp. You guys remember postage stamps? I know the new generation will probably go, "What, what the heck's a postage stamp? Exactly. I you can know. email it for the love of Christ. Right. Why would I want to lick the back of a of a sticker, put it on another piece of paper, and then send it, and then wait a couple of weeks till it gets wherever it gets, and then wait for a response back? That could take two months. Even longer was, remember back then, a form of communication was writing a letter. You remember when you were in school, you had sometimes the homework of sending a pen pal. We had pen pals back then. Yes, I remember that pen pal. And, yeah. and you wrote to somebody who you never met and you waited for the answer. Sometimes it could take weeks to get uh, the answer back. 
Yeah, now you would call that a prison pill. <laughs> yes, you would. In 1984, the price for a postage stamp was 20 cents. Wow. They went up two pennies in 1985, by the way. Uh, the cost for, you know, if you wanted to buy groceries, the cost for a loaf of bread was 71 cents in 84. Okay. 71 cents for some Wonder Bread. Do you remember what was the offshoot of Wonder Bread? You know, the uh, the generic brand? That, Do you remember? I think that was Weber's, wasn't it? Was it that? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds so. about right. But they were affiliated with the Peanuts gang. You remember the Peanuts gang, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, who you can't forget the Peanuts gang. That's where you had Peppermint Patty and Lucy. And they were beating the crap out of the kid that looked the worst, you know, Charlie Brown. That's but right. then if you, if you take Charlie Brown out of that clothing and you put him in a punk rock outfit, Charlie Brown would be intimidating. He Bald would. Head. Oh, absolutely. Always walking around with a dog. I mean, come on, bro. Well, he would have been intimidating in today's society, probably not back then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you think back, okay, now, now put your 80s goggles on, close your mind, open your eyes to this. <laughs> okay. You're walking down the street. Okay. You're in your white Levi's. You're probably in like maybe like a pink fuchsia oh, type right. tiger shirt. The collar right. with, up. Starched. With the collar up, right. Yes, of course. I, I said starched. Yeah. And you yeah. probably rolled the sleeves up just a bit to show the guns that you had. Come on, bro. Put yourself where I'm at. <laughs> and then you're walking down the street and you see this cat that resembles Charlie Brown. Okay. But he's got uh, piercings on his eyelids. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, he's walking definitely. around with a crazy looking dog that doesn't have a license. You know what I mean? He's got some uh, suspenders hanging down from his uh, kind of tore up Levi's. He's got a, a T-shirt that says anarchy, a Sid Vicious tattoo <laughs> right above his navel. Yeah, you can't yeah. tell me that if you saw Charlie Brown like that, the first thing you would say is, Oh, my God, he's going to take Tiffany away from me tonight. <laughs> you have to admit to yourself, Charlie well, Brown would be intimidating. He would. He would. But you know what wasn't intimidating back then that is today? A gallon of gas. The price for a gallon of gas was $1.27. Wow. $1.27. Now, granted, it went down. It went down in 1985. Mm -hmm. It went down about 30 cents. Can you believe it? The cost of gas then was equivalent to the cost of a stamp nowadays to when you don't have to lick the stamp because it comes in a sticker form. That is correct. There's uh, some trivia right there. Minimum wage was about three bucks, three like three dollars and fifteen cents back then. Really? I thought it was more like two sixty five, maybe two eighty five, bro. Well, nineteen eighty four. It jumped in nineteen eighty five, it was three fifteen. Or three thirty five, sorry, three thirty five right. uh, minimum right. wage. Can you imagine? So you made three thirty five an hour and then you went to Kentucky Fried Chicken for a box of twenty pieces of fried chicken for get this four ninety nine. Four ninety is now. That's just a chicken. That's not uh, some side orders and biscuits. No, no, no. I recall there was it was a meal. Dealer. It was a meal. Yep, four ninety nine wow. for the family meal. You can't even get chicken nuggets anywhere now, bro, for almost that price. You can't even get a, a plastic no. bag no. for no. four ninety nine. No, that's ten cents. It's yep. extra. Yeah. <laughs> so for that, the average uh, price for a car was about six thousand dollars, brand new, and the average price for uh, a home in nineteen eighty four was about a hundred thousand dollars, a little bit less, ninety six thousand. Wow. Now that is insane. But you know, in some areas in America, bro, you could probably get a home for that. Some. Probably. But you got to imagine. So this was like in our area, like in, in the area of California. Right. Now you went to like Houston back then. Prices of homes were probably in their 30s. Yeah. 
yeah, it's pretty crazy. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there's more Back to the 80s. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. You are with Toscano and Chang, and this is a show called Back to the 80s. A couple of old jocks right here from the 80s giving you updates on what it was like to be back in the 80s. Now, Toscano, I know this is something that is probably on your mind as well as mine. The type of entertainment that we enjoyed in comparison to today's type of entertainment that uh, some of our youth, maybe our, even our younger adults, enjoy in comparison to what we did. Well, for those that don't remember too much or for the newer audience, you got to remember that it was a different generation of kids, uh, a generation that the norm was living outside. We weren't, you know, as much as possible that we can spend that time outside. That's what made us happy. And yes, and for us, going outside was an experience. Yes, an and adventure. Every it, time you went outside with your friends, it was an adventure. That is the perfect word, my friend. Yeah. Uh, we used to have places that we used to love hanging out at. It, it's just not like that anymore. I, and I remember places, going to parks. We, parks you know what? A great place for, for anybody to hang out in the 80s, whether you you were a smaller, younger child or a teenager. Uh, on that uh, plateau, you remember back in the 80s, the parks always had programs for the youth, for both teenagers and the younger ones. Yes. That's something that, that we don't have nowadays. Exactly. I, I mean, there were kids hanging out at YMCA's. YMCA, yeah. I always wanted to be the cowboy, but that's another story. <laughs> um, front yards. We used to hang out. You know what? If yeah. we had no money and uh, maybe the parents weren't the kind that would let you go too far out, you'd hang. Mm-hmm. You'd call your friends. They'd all get together in your front yard. And yeah. you, you guys would. Or on you know, your we, front porch. Yeah. And we'd spend hours oh, out in the front of the talking, house. Joking around, wrestling. I mean, that would even remember bike riding was popular then it we was could go so popular to ride your bike, bike. Yeah. yeah you know that's something that nowadays these kids don't don't do they may ride a bike maybe what a stationary bike and then yeah. they look at their apparatus like they're really going somewhere it's yeah <laughs> or an electric bike yeah an electric bike we yeah. had no idea what that was back then no uh we knew what mopeds were remember the mopeds oh. remember and, those things were crazy yeah. yeah the funny thing is if you ran out of gas with a moped you can always ride that home anyway because it had pedals. Yeah. So, it was a little bit harder, though, remember? A little yeah, bit heavier. They were heavy. Yeah, but you could still do it. You yes. don't have that nowadays. No, no. So we used to hang out at parks. We used to hang out at front yards. We used to go to our friend's house all the time. And it was interesting because it was a time where uh, our friends' families got to know us really, really well. We'd get invited to eat at their house. We'd get invited yeah. to have dinner, uh, maybe go on outings with them because – there was such a close relationship. Do you remember that? I recall uh, growing up in a neighborhood back in the 80s and even prior to that. But it was a time where every friend of yours parent was kind of like an uncle and an aunt. Exactly. Uh, it, it was not shied upon that if you were misbehaving or doing something you shouldn't be doing, 
somebody else's parent or a good neighbor could get on you and make sure that you got home and make sure you were straightened up. You don't see that nowadays. You know, it was almost kind of like a family block party every weekend or a weeknight back in the 80s. That's with your neighbors, uh, your friends, your friends' parents. Things were just more inviting. I remember going to the drive-in theater a lot. We don't have drive-ins, although with what's going on now, they're talking we about We should. Yeah, they're talking about bringing them back. And you know what? Drive-in theaters were, was such a huge thing because that yes. made at least uh, some of us that were not that old enough to maybe go into a, a rated R movie, for example. Yeah, exactly. uh, We used to be able to go with friends in their cars and go see a, that rated R movie. Why? Because it, yeah. it was a, a drive-in theater. Now, do you remember going to the drive-in and then they would play uh, uh, Woody Woodpecker cartoons or sometimes Tom and Jerry cartoons? Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. the nostalgia of the drive-in, it was, uh, it was a family-oriented event. But yet in the 80s, it was both family and then re you probably remember everybody sneaking into a car. Whoever had a license, a big oh, car, yeah. if you had a yeah. van or a truck, you were lucky. And then, you know. You could get into the drive-in probably, what, for one fee of a car load? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Technically, it's supposed to be four people, but you could put three <laughs> people in the trunk. You could lay two people on the back seat of the floor and put their feet on them. I mean, the fun that we had back then, and, and it was kind of, it, it was, we were on the verge of doing some crazy things. But uh, all in all, the 80s were probably the last time of having really good, clean fun. To me, watching the movie which when I know you're always, you know, Ridgemont High, yeah, that's yeah. the epiphany of what my high school was like. And it, it just makes me smile every time I think of that movie. I'll think of a scene or a character. And it just, anybody out there, if, if you haven't seen that movie, you have to see that movie. And if you have seen that movie, I know you will agree with Toscano and I that you put that movie on and for one split second, it takes you back. It does. And I guarantee it does. that. If you look in the mirror, you will have that same smile of awe as you watch it as you did at that time in the 80s. That's just me personally. Speaking. No, no, it's definitely me as well. And one of those places where we used to hang out a lot, and it was probably because of that movie in particular, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, was the mall. Oh, I mean, the you mall. remember going to malls for kids was the place to be. And, yes. and you didn't care. You didn't care if you didn't. You weren't going to the malls to go buy clothing. That was oh, no. that was a, a, a perk, maybe sometimes. It was like a Disneyland trip, but for eighties kids that were kind of we were in high school. We had grown out of the Disney effect. Right. But you just went so you could see who was dressed like what. Yeah. What cute girls were there or yeah. girls, what cute guys were there. Right, right. Uh how many heavy metalers were there, how many uh disco chicks. Remember going to the store Spencer's and staying in there for hours. Yeah, lap. you used to be able to go to Spencer's and it was hilarious because, you know, all the good stuff was way in the back. Yeah, that's where you wanted to go. <laughs> you wanted to go back there where it looked like drug paraphernalia was being sold, but it was just <laughs> it was just like eye candy. You remember lava lamps, black lights. Oh, absolutely. Uh, posters. I mean, it, it, we come from an era, remember, where the van was just coming out of Shag Rug. Uh, I remember shopping at the Gap. Remember going to the Gap? I remember going to the Gap. I remember the, Miller's one of, Outpost. One of my, oh my God, Miller's Outpost. Everybody the got their Levi's there. That was the authentic Levi's. If you got Levi's, you didn't get them at Miller's Outpost 
you were a nobody because everybody knew that Miller's Outpost had the real Levi's. Back then, they made such a big deal. Do you remember this? In the 80s, it was such a big deal to wear brand name clothing. Dittos. Remember when the girls wore dittos? Yeah. Remember guest jeans? If you had that little triangle on the the right side of your butt cheek, you were in. You were in. However, there was the other side. There was the other side, like my buddy. I was into guest jeans. Never could get one because they were so expensive. They were like 60 bucks back then. So what did my mom, my mom used to do? She goes, you can't have that, but you can definitely go to Miller's Outpost and get a pair of, you know, real Levi's. But you remember Levi's go between 40 to $60, depending on the type of Levi. Yeah. And and they go into from 501 to 569 for some reason now. But remember back then it was the 501. 501. And you could get a pair of, of Levi's back then probably for like $15. But the quality of the Levi back then, bro, was a lot better. I, I don't know if you recall this. Maybe some of our listeners do. But when you turned the inseam on the leg of the Levi inside out, if it had the red stitching, those were the Levi's That's that were right. going to last forever. I mean, you bare, very rarely did you get a rip in them. And they they used to fade into, I thought, one of the softest, more attractive-looking jeans than anything it yeah because it was it wasn't that fake it wasn't that fake stonewashed look yeah that they got in the 90s remember there uh in the 80s it got a a, just a beautiful beautiful color and remember the jean jackets as well the funniest thing about the jean jackets to me was that they looked really really cool but if it was cold if it was cold and all you had was a jean jacket Ah. you're you were screwed because (laughs) they, they weren't warm at all at all it and, felt and, like and you were, were wearing sandpaper on the inside. Remember, they were so tight fitting, you couldn't even wear a sweater underneath. Exactly. Because you would look like the Incredible Hulk busting out of your clothing. <laughs> and do nobody remember, ever buttoned them up. No. Do you remember the Levi jacket was incorporated, I think, in every type of fashion that the 80s could allow? If you were a punk or a rocker, you cut off the sleeves. You put a patch of Iron Maiden, maybe right. Black Sabbath or some Judas Priest on it. You can be a, a, a stray cat the same way. But those remember back then, the Rockabillies would put studs in their Levi jackets. They would uh, starch up the collar. But then remember some of the cuter girls that were in kind of the dance mix. Remember the dance craze? Yeah. How they would wear their Levi jackets nice and tight, but it would always be mid-drift. Yes, remember at, the their, at, the, at the belly button, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. sometimes they would wear scarves with them and stuff. They would roll up the sleeves up to the elbow. Yeah. So back then, the Levi jacket was a fashion statement, and that is probably about all because they had no warmth whatsoever. No, uh, wearing all. wearing a Levi jacket in the rain or a cold weather is pretty much going outside with a full body suit of brief material, yeah. underwear material. You're going to be freezing. It's going to be freezing now. Do uh, you- Members only. Look, the funniest thing about members only is my dad's favorite store. My dad used to have, it's hilarious, because they used to sell members only jackets everywhere, everywhere, like JCPenney's. You know, my dad used to get them at his favorite place, Fedco. Remember Fedco? It was like a Costco type. So you needed your membership, right? So he used to go to Fedco and get a members only jacket for him and for me. We, we look like twins. All right. And uh, he used to get him in in light gray, dark gray, navy blue, maroon, 
I think the only color he didn't buy would because he didn't like them were the bright colors like yellow. Yes. I remember one time I received a gift from one of my aunts and it was a members only jacket. Mm. And uh, I felt there was two emotions that ran through my body, sheer anger and sheer terror <laughs> that I would have to wear that. And anybody would see my Keith Partridge long flowing hair wrapped the members up. only jacket. I hated that. <laughs> but you have to admit they were very silky and smooth. Oh, they were nice I, to wear. So get this. They were really, really comfortable and nice to wear, but we were always embarrassed to wear them because we looked like our older parents. You, you looked like, like your dad or your uncle at the golf yeah, course. It was hilarious. Another one of the places that I do remember that we used to hang out are fast food joints. And I don't oh. mean the, the places like McDonald's, you know, those places were always there. But no, our hangout places were like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if you remember a few of these places. Like, I'm going to throw you way, way back in the 80s. How about Pup and Taco? Oh, dude, I remember that place. Yeah. Do you remember a place called Johnny's Broiler? Yes, uh, absolutely. They had the greatest hamburgers. Big, yeah. How about Bob's Big Boy? Bob's Big Boy. They still have some. Of course, they're not the same. Have you noticed There's that even the taste? Have you noticed that even the taste in fast food back then was just different. I don't know if it's because of all the chemicals today. It's just so different. You used to pass by, uh, whether it be walking, driving uh, on your bike before in the 80s, and you go through these fast food places like a burger place, right? And you can smell the charbroiled meat yes. from like two blocks. Now, do you remember when McDonald's used to smell like that? Yeah. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, you don't, I don't have my monitor on. Now, wasn't Burger King born in the 80s or were they born in the late 70s and they made their way a little bit bigger in the 80s? I'm not really sure on the date. I think I would like to think it's the 80s, but I'm thinking maybe 78, 79 Burger King was born. Burger King was actually founded in 1954, believe it or not. Really? In, yeah, in Jacksonville, Florida. They were one year before McDonald's because McDonald's was born in San Bernardino in 1955. Right. Right. Wendy's was born November 15th, 1969. Mm. So those are those are some pretty cool uh, bits of history and, and some cool burger yeah. facts. I was so, not allowed to eat uh, fast food when I was a kid. No, when I was a kid, I, we, had, we had carte blanche because, you know, we used to ride our bikes everywhere. And there was one place in particular it wasn't our favorite for, I mean, there were better burger places, but it was our one-stop place when we used to ride our bikes. We used to, I'll tell you the name of the place, see if you can guess it. You used to get some French fries and a malt or a shake, and you, you could spend hours there, and people used to hang out there all the time with Foster's their shakes, freeze? Foster's Freeze, and then Tasty Freeze. Tasty Freeze. Now, do you remember A&W Root Beer? Remember Abs that? As yeah, yeah. And they also sold burgers and fries and, yeah, and, and right. shakes and stuff like that. And root beer floats. Yes. Yes, you're right. Now, do you remember Woolworth? Now, Woolworth was uh, definitely in, uh, in most that malls. It, it was in most malls. Yeah. Now, uh, you know what, what's odd about Woolworth? It, that was like a mini Walmart. You can get pets, furniture, some grocery items. There was a counter to get hot food, sleeping bags, washing machines. I mean, the list is endless. endless. <laughs> but it's like but the 80s were endless. It, it was. And the, the kids from that generation knew, we knew 
where to hang out. And then also right. movie places. I mean, we used to love going to movies. We we theater hopped all the time yeah. before we used to, we were able to do that. Um, but it was an experience. All these places that we went back then were more of an adventure, like you said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Time just stood still for us. Do you remember that? It felt like time yeah. just stood still, and we were going to last forever. Yeah. And uh, remember uh, playing miniature golf was a big thing to us back then in the 80s. Oh, my goodness. I used to live um, on the other side of the freeway to where golf and stuff is, where they filmed The Karate Kid. And yes, wax on, wax off, grasshopper. That, that's right. And I used to go to golf and stuff like almost every weekend, almost every weekend. Yeah. And my dad used did to give me – golfer cars? Remember that? I did. They used to have – oh, my gosh. Water, what are they called? Water. The water slide. Yeah, right in the yep. middle. That was and, one of the first places I think in our area at the time, bro, that had a water slide. Oh no, it was it was just unbelievable, especially in the summer. Lines of yeah. people, and then at night it was open up till midnight. I used to get there with a roll of quarters. My dad used to give me every weekend. He used to give me a roll of ten dollars, which I wish I would have saved and not spent. But I used to get ten dollars yeah. in quarters, put them in my pocket. We'd ride our bikes to um, golf and stuff, and play the entire night. At the at the arcade. Now, uh, what kind of bike did you have in the eighties? Taking this, we'll go right back to our topic. But what type of bike were you riding back in the eighties? I wanted a Diamondback so bad, and my best friend Mark, he had a Diamondback, beautiful, beautiful bike. And my dad uh, never wanted to get anything that was that expensive for me. I used to have a Murray. You remember Huffy and Murray? Dude, I remember Huffy and Murray. Now I used to draw. Uh, I was rolling on a Schwinn Scrambler, but it was a formerly stolen Schwinn Scrambler <laughs> that I. Why does on. that not surprise me? Well, I didn't steal the bike. Okay, I I made it from other stolen bikes, and this is because my my Schwinn Stingray that I had converted into a to an, a dirt bike was stolen from me. So I grew up with very strict parents, a very strict father, who. Got mad at me for two reasons when they stole my bike, Mario. One is because I did not put my chain on the bike when I went in with a letter from him asking the clerk to sell me cigarettes for him. So I didn't put my chain on the bike. It was stolen. Then I got home. So I was in trouble for that. And I was in trouble for getting my butt laid out by two dudes. My old man said, you should have at least knocked one of those guys out. And then you know what he said? Did you bring my cigarettes and matches? So, of course, I handed over the Salem's. Now, do you remember back when children could actually pick up items like that for yeah, their parents? Yeah, for their parents. Store? We used to go to the, uh, the liquor store down the street, right in the corner, and uh, I used to buy. We used yeah. to buy my dad his his uh, br- the brand of cigarettes he used to smoke were either um, Marlboro Lights or mm. True. Oh yes, I remember True. <laughs> I remember True. Remember they had those cool filters where it had kind of like that like the Mercedes that- symbol. Yeah. yeah, you know, I smoke glamour. <laughs> insane. Just, and it's funny because, like insane. yeah, yeah, they try to glamorize uh, anything back then. And the interesting thing is that even though there was a lot of bad stuff happening to kids, as always, we still had that sense of freedom. And mm-hmm. it was just such an incredible time that, you know, some of the best memories in our life. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I would never go back to the 80s. Uh, my My childhood was was just so bad and I can understand that but for those that uh, were fortunate enough to to have a, a a different kind of childhood a childhood that they were able to enjoy 
that's the reason. That's the reason why we're yeah. we're doing this program, so we can yeah. go ahead and re- and reminisce and also introduce the newer generation to yeah. our times, so you can uh, kind of understand where we're coming from. That uh, we're not these uh, these old fogey type of people that uh, have no idea what you guys go through. Uh, it's just different times, and we want to introduce yeah. you guys to what we went through. I don't, yeah, I, I don't want our listeners to think we're a couple of those old fogies where, I remember back in my day in the 1980s, you know, it, it, we just want to give <laughs> you guys the show that you can sit around with your kids, and uh, we're going to give it to you straight in the face, but we're going to be light, we're going to be comedic about this, so so both you and your children can close your eyes and both go back to that time without visually seeing it. I mean, don't get us wrong. The 80s were messed up in many ways than one. But uh, a lot of bad we're, we're, yeah, a lot of bad politics and stuff. But we don't need well, to talk about that right now. Let's let's keep it family oriented and fun. But here's another place we used to hang out, hang out at arcades. And I think arcades was the ultimate hangout place for everyone growing up back in the 80s. Now, do you remember uh, that location? I forget the name of it. It was in La Puente. Right by the La Puente Mall, it was that huge arcade right off the 60 freeway. It was kind of put on there, and it was built like a ship. Kind of like It, it kind of gave you the effect of the Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I don't know if you remember that. They had kind of water around it. You had to cross like a drawbridge to go inside of the arcade. Uh, you, could drive, uh, you could drive those little cars and go around the track and go to the bumper car. I, I, if anybody out there knows the name of that establishment... Hit us on our Facebook or uh, any way you can. Bring it up on our next show if, when we're talking about that. I remember going down to the Electric Planet in Montebello. In that place, bro, they sold hot dogs and corn dogs and popcorn and soft drinks. And, I mean, they had every video game. The, when MTV came out, they were just blasting and pumping out MTV. But even prior to MTV, they were playing nothing but like the best rock and roll that you can get back then. You know, we were listening to Blondie. We were listening to Pat Benatar, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. You had uh, bands like uh, The Clash. And back then, music was very much the go-to when you did go to a, an arcade. I, I don't know if you agree, but that that music that you would hear at the arcade, it just it made that vibe uh, so surreal. You really couldn't have one without the other. Yeah, I mean, do yeah, you agree? Absolutely. And let me let me paint the picture for you as we hear the sounds in the background. You open the door. The first noises you start hearing are the noises from Defender, from Pac-Man, oh, from yeah. Galaga, from Donkey yep. Kong. You look down at your feet and, and you see that space-themed carpet that yes. was, was glow-in-the-dark. <laughs> And, and if you had, had anything white, it just like lit up like a fluorescent yeah, because, light. That's right, because they had the fluorescent black light bulbs there. As you go through the arcade, the sound of quarters being changed at the change machine yeah. as you put in your dollar and it would spit out the quarters. And then yeah. you'd hear people uh, waiting in line and they're mm-hmm. saying, I'm next, I'm next. They put their quarters at the little edge of the machine way at the top. You know, they were next and people respected yeah. that. And then... Mm-hmm. And then as you go further into the arcade, uh, you'd get uh, on both sides, you'd get all the pinball machines. Yes. And I remember that I could hear people getting mad. You could hear glass 
you could hear, people, you could hear like a, a, a frequent cuss word, people hitting the table, you would just hear yeah. like a blam. You would hear the metal ball hit the glass, and then yes. people would shake oh, the machine, yes. and then it would tilt. You remember that? Yes. Yes. It would tilt, and you'd lose that turn. You know, talking about that, I remember the first thing I would listen to. You always heard somebody losing at Pac-Man, and you heard that. You heard that little song. You know, and it, you would hear somebody go, "Damn it!" Yeah, all uh, the time. Or, or, do you remember when you would uh, you walk in and you hear that that sound of defenders or asteroid? I mean, it was insane because. Picture this again, bro. You're standing in the arcade, and I can literally right now in my own mind hear every video game that was going on at the same time. But remember back then, you can go ahead and name each game somebody was losing at because you just heard it. Yeah. You didn't yeah. even have to see them. You just knew who was playing, who, how somebody was doing, and if they were winning or losing. And the great thing about this is that arcades were a place for boys and girls. And they were also, and you could see also back then, grown-ups were at these places as well. Yeah. Adults were at yeah. these places. I would see sometimes guys in ties coming from work, and yeah. they would go to the arcade. And yeah. it, it was just something about being there. And then the cooler arcades actually sold refreshments and they sold snacks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you know it was much better arcade. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking the one like at the golf and stuff and things like that. And then if you didn't want to play arcade and you wanted to go your way and go to the bumper cars or you wanted to go to mini golf, you had that opportunity. But we yeah. grew up in a generation that the norm was to be outside. Yes, anywhere outside. Now, this will take you back. I remember cruising in uh, on Whittier Boulevard and uh, me, you know, uh, growing up in East Los Angeles, Montebello, California, all the way to Pico Rivera. I remember cruising Whittier Boulevard, you know, from uh, Atlantic all the way up to probably right in my neck of the woods would have been Bluff Road right before you get into Pico Rivera. Now, did you cruise on Sunday nights or Saturday nights? I was cruising on both nights, bro. Believe me, back in the 80s when you had hair like this, I looked like a... Fabio with a Bruce Lee body. And I'm not lying to you. I, I just remember you can cruise up one way, cruise another way. But back then, you could get into a car with anybody. And they were strangers, but we were all more or less on the same vibe. We didn't have to worry about us getting hurt or maybe kidnapped uh, and things you know, like that. I mean, once in, a, once, once in a while, but we won't go there. Uh, but yeah, but not on cruising nights. Sometimes it was asked for. Hey, do you mind? You know, in the back. <laughs> hey, what, well, whatever. I'm just trying to get down there so I can get me a Coke at Ari's. Oh, and Ari's was another place. And uh, now we used to go from time to time cruising, and we used to stop. It was like one in the morning at one of two places. One was either King Taco. Yes. Or Tommy's, Whitter Boulevard. Yeah, you know, now I used to like to go to Tommy's, but then again, I, I think you remember, I don't know if you remember, I remember going to the Tommy's when it was the very first one in LA, off of, I believe it's off of the Rampart District, I believe, but that was a good place because you had cruising over there, but on Whittier Boulevard, it was, for me, it was stopping at Ari's, or it was stopping at the Golden Ox, or it would be stopping probably up uh, at Garduno's, which was a good place to get a burrito, or... I remember cruising in, in, in East L.A. then and hanging around in front of the Golden Gate. 
theater, bro. When it wasn't even a theater, it, it was a shell of what it was. The, bo- the, the building was there, but they weren't holding movies there. And that takes us to a, another quick topic. Remember the movie houses that we could go to back then? How extravagant some of the theaters were where we could go sit down and watch a show. The huge balconies, the huge stage, uh, the lighting, the carpet in the theaters back then too, bro, was very colorful. You know, everything but, uh, and, and everything had a distinct smell, brand new smell. Yes. Uh, those smells, you, if you really think about it, you can remember what those smells were like. Isn't that incredible? Right. Let me give you one one particular smell. When you wanted to go hang out or you wanted to, to go spend some time at a music shop and you used to go to either a, a, oh, yeah. a licorice pizza, a Sam Goody. You, Music Plus was a music, big music Plus and things like that. Uh, there was a particular smell when you walked in there. Uh, yes. The vinyl, you know, just phenomenal times. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, last round here on Back to the 80s. Welcome back to the 80s. During the break, we were talking a little bit about Bob's Big Boy. And uh, that was another place that was just phenomenal to go have a good burger. Do you remember that? Do you remember all the women wore the same hairstyle? That was mind-boggling. To me back then, it was like they all looked like my mom because I think everybody's mother probably had that hairstyle like a Bob's Big Boy waitress. They all reminded me of of Flo at Mel's Diner. (laughs) (laughs) Kiss my grits. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude. I know uh, a I lot remember. of people are going to be going, Flo, who was Flo? Well, oh. check out Mel's Diner when you get a chance I, and Google it. I used to think Alice was a pretty sexy lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? I used to think uh, Mel used to scare me. Mel used to remind me of like maybe one of these guys gets angry and puts his chest hair in your food or yeah. maybe yeah. wipe the sweat off his brow and puts yeah. it on or, your Or spit at your food and things like yeah. that. Or you get maybe some of his loose arm hair in your pastrami. You know, he, did, yeah. he was that kind of a guy, bro. A generation of children that had a lot to do. We had a lot of time on our hands. And one of the things that we loved spending time doing was listening to music. And we're not going to get too much into that because that's for a later topic. However, I do want to just quickly, briefly just skim through some of the things we used to do with music. And one of those were make mix tapes, record mix tapes. But I was heavily into vinyl still. And as a matter of fact, I still have my collection of vinyl. I would like to slow down the pace on some of the songs so I could hear exactly what they're saying. So then I could sing along. Uh, you remember doing that with your 45s and your album, your vinyl every now and then? Yeah, well, Playing my, my family used to get mad at me because I used to make 33 sound like 45s. Oh, and dude. They, they I hated that. Don't, exactly. You're scratching the record. Yeah. Don't be doing that. Every. Like everything sounded like the chipmunks back yeah. then. Remember that? Uh, yeah. For our listeners who don't know, the chipmunks were three adorable little animated uh, rodents uh, that were brought on for uh, the uh, entertainment and enjoyment to a lot of the youth. That's who those guys were. Yeah. Remember Simon? Yeah, yeah. Simon, Theodore, and Alvin, and uh, the, and the three Dave. cuddly, what were the uh, chipmunks? That's what chipmunks. they were, chipmunks. And Dave, um, uh, Dave Seville yeah. was uh, the owner of these filthy rodents. But uh, that was just something in the 80s. Now, yeah. do you remember uh, listening to uh, when your cassette would – you would waste your cassette, remember? You could hear it spinning. But if yeah. you got a pencil and stuck it inside the head, yeah. you could tightly 
rewind it again, remember, and then play Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Another no. thing is sometimes you when you're ghetto blaster, for those of us who had a ghetto blaster, oh, yeah. okay, sometimes a ghetto blaster would mess up your tapes, and yes. you could hear it go. And so you'd pull out your tape, and then, oh, this big strand oh. of tape would come out, Dude. and you were bummed out. But if, if you had, yeah, but if you had a pencil or a pen, you can you can roll that tape right back in there. It, it, it was a little it was a little uh, creased and and uh, yeah. kinked, but uh, nevertheless, you can always you can always play it. But making mixtapes was one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. Back Remember when you would listen back to that cassette and it had that crease, you could always you always knew. Yep. You, the song would screw up, and then you would get really mad. <laughs> ah, ah, and then you got to get back into beat with your song. Do you remember when that tape would break, and sometimes you would have to use scotch tape? All the time. So then when you played it again where the scotch tape was at, it went blank, and then it went right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. You, that, you don't get that joy with a CD. No, you scratch a CD, you're screwed. You might as well just go ahead and hang it outside. So the sun can shine on and you don't get woodpeckers. Yep. Some of the kids today, what are CDs? But uh, one of the interesting, one of the interesting things was if you want to record something off the radio, because you waited, you heard, Oh shoot, my favorite song's going to come on. I got to record it. And then you'd start recording and the DJ would not shut up and he'd keep talking through the. (laughs) Wouldn't that piss you off? And then when you go to listen to the song, you're hearing the DJ, huh? Hey, everybody, this is the real Don Steele from 93 KHJ, and this is going on the next one coming up in Elton Yard. And you're waiting for that song, and you're like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And you're like, damn, we went through the whole thing, and now I have to go through the intro halfway. Yeah, Just, yeah. Now, now they're going to know I recorded it off the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, and that was like one of the most embarrassing things because you wanted them to think that you had that Yeah, album. that you bought it. Yeah, that you bought the tape, and, and oh, it was there was just uh, so much going on for all of us and so many great memories. And this is the place. This is the only place where you're going to find nostalgia. You're going to find uh, a, a place where you can reminisce and a place where you can actually suggest the topics for us to talk about. And yeah. we here at back to the eighties are going to do something really cool for you guys. In a couple of shows, we're going to start giving out our phone number mm-hmm. and you guys are going to get that opportunity to call in the show and talk to us about your particular experiences of Back to the 80s. Now, Toscano, our, our promise here is to incorporate the listener. Uh, that's something I believe, and I, both of us agree, that is truly missed in the art of radio. I think it's truly missed from the days of connecting with people. We come from an era, where, remember, when radio was our only form of entertainment. We had no television. So your personalities had to come through loud and clear on the radio, correct? That's and correct. I think me and you believe that a great radio show is one that is going to take people back, make them feel good, and forget about whatever bad is going on around them. But not only that, I think people want to hear uh, jocks that are like your friends. Uh, we, we would like people to invite us into your living room like me and Toscano showed up at your doorstop without bringing pizza, uninvited. You know, we, we want it to be family friendly. We want you to bring the kids in. You know, we're gonna, not going to use profanity. But the one thing me and Toscano ask, if you're going to bring your children into the show or if we're going to randomly pick your living room and bombard and do the show from there, we ask that your children are polite, respectful, uh, and they and they bring us popcorn. Uh, uh, I like mine lightly <laughs> salted. I like it buttered heavy. 
I'll take a darker, uh, soft drink. Kool-Aid's fine. I know my good friend uh, Toscano enjoys a good Kool-Aid. It's probably <laughs> a little bit of water. Now, Toscano, his uh, <laughs> treat is he likes chocolate things. Feel free to bring M&M's, Reese's, Reese's? peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toscano also likes deep chocolate. So a dark chocolate is fine. <laughs> no, no. Is there you, anything you, else, Toscano, that you may like some of these kids to bring us when I, we are doing the show with them? We definitely enjoy a good Twix, Three Musketeers. And if you have that good old 80s, whatchamacallit. You remember that? You remember that bar? Watch him a call it. Yeah. Did you enjoy those? Oh, I loved them. I, you know what? It's funny because I had one a couple of months ago. And it wasn't the same. Really? And, and I thought to myself, really? I like this? I don't know why. Did you the 7 Eleven under the candy shelf that maybe was there since 1985? I have not heard about a Watch him a call it in a long time. They are that, still made, my friend. That is good radio right there. You see that? <laughs> How you sparked up a candy that no one remembered. I used to call him Singham. Hey, can I get a Singham a jig? This is Toscano, and on behalf of Toscano and Chang here, back to the 80s, don't forget, stay safe, be good, enjoy a great time with your family now that we can, now that we're quarantined, and remember, overall, don't forget, be good to your neighbor. That's right. You guys remember to hang tight and, and watch out for each other. Think before you do anything else. Remember, the way you act and the way you perceive yourself is the way that you are going to be taken. And that, my friend, is the best way to show people how to be. Show by example. Do one thing. Keep your distance away. This is something we are not playing with. We have to take care of each other so we can beat this. Make sure you're healthy and you're ready to go with us on the next show. And always stay lifted and gifted, you guys out there. And don't drink and drive. That's the number one thing that we want to tell you out there. Uh, especially at these trying times. A lot of people, you may get frustrated. You may want to hit some alcohol or you want to get loaded and you want to go for a drive because you're tired of being at home. You can't do that. You got to make sure that you are all in one piece, mentally and physically, and you're watching out for each other. If we don't watch out for each other, cats, then nobody's going to do it for us. Isn't that right, Toscano? 100%. Let's give the government a reason to allow us back into society the right way rather than have our liberties starting to float away somewhere. Don't forget, next Friday, we're taking a trip back to the 80s. Take me back.